Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of the Hangout with Charles podcast. It's the place for Christ, community, fellowship, and gist. Today's episode is on the Christ and gist spectrum. It's been 15 episodes down the line. It's such a wonderful feeling to record and have you listen to get your feedback and I'm really appreciative of it. So I put a status on Instagram and WhatsApp asking people to comment on what episode they would like to listen to between Dear FH, which is Dear Future Husband, and Conversations with Abba. <laughs> I think in my mind, I knew what I wanted to record, but I wanted to give people options, but it was a tie, so I cast the winning vote. That's why we're doing conversations with Abba. So some of the conversations are intimate, some of them are very light-hearted conversations, some of them are things Abba is revealing to me about myself, some of them are things I'm learning. I think what is important is to state that we are all at different levels in our spiritual growth. The journey with Abba is different for everyone. Some of the things I would be sharing are things that depending on your level, you already know. So if there are things you already know, I hope that I hope that this serves to bring to remembrance. And if there are things that you don't know, that it helps to enlighten you. You're free to ask questions. You can send me a chat via WhatsApp if you have my number. And if you don't have my number, you could always send me a DM on Twitter at Helen Charles or on IG at CC Charles. I will drop the handles in the show notes. I'll try as much as possible to answer your questions. And if I don't have the answers, I will direct you to someone who would be able to answer. I have loads of people on my contact list and I'm sure they'll be willing to help. I think basically all they have learned in this over one month of consistent daily journaling is that to grow, you need to study the word. There's no running away from reading your Bible. So I'm going to start with the very first letter I wrote and then the rest will just be a curation of different letters at different points in this one month plus that i think would be helpful to you as always depending on the feedback i'll consider sharing more letters i'm a bit skeptical about sharing the letters because i don't want to turn my journaling session with abba into me just fine-tuning things for the podcast or writing just because i want to hold up an episode as always, hope you, I hope your time here is well spent. Thank you for going to lessons. You can find me on Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. Just search for Hangouts with Chels. Now get your wine, water, tea, juice, anything. Get something to drink. Get your earplugs and listen. Hey, Abba. Thank you for loving me. It marvels me when I think of your love, constant and infinite. I'm not deserving of your love, yet by choice you offer it to me. Christ, you have offered as a ransom for my sin. I'm glad to be called your daughter. I write you, son, your child, Charles. Hey, Abba, I'm here again. I intend to be disciplined about these conversations with you. So let me just you. Every time I've had any conversation with people about my struggle with sin, the answer would be, ask God for help when you're feeling tempted. Never have I practiced that until yesterday. I was, I was more of a say sorry after the deed had been done kind of child. But yesterday, I felt tempted and I said, Jesus help me. It wasn't a long prayer, but it was heartfelt. And Abba, you showed up and the temptation passed. And now I feel these promptings in my heart that tell me that a particular road I am on might be me opening myself up to give in to temptation. I think what I'm most grateful for about today is that I heard you speak. I think I've been expecting drama to always hear a voice that said, do this or don't do this. 
But I know now that you speak in every situation, through people, through your word, through the convictions in my heart. And here, sometimes, it's a voice. Thank you for loving me. You know I love you too. Your child, Charles. Hey, Abba. It's me wanting to be disciplined with this that brings me here because other than that, I'm tired. This morning, I woke up so joyful because it's truly a joy to serve you. It's pure joy to be in your presence. Today, don't on me that I don't talk to you about everything. That I experience certain things and it doesn't come up in conversations with you. That I feel like it's only the big issues that I should bring before you. This evening, I felt a tightness in my chest. And I decided to sleep telling myself that I would wake up feeling better. And I sure did wake up feeling better. And as I was thinking about it, I just had in my heart, you could have talked to God about this. Abba, I could have asked you to take the pain away. I could have told you how I was feeling, but I kept quiet. It didn't occur to me that I should tell you. And now I don't know if this stems from a lack of trust that everything about me concerns you. So today, I'm asking for your help to be open, to commit everything into your hands. Thank you that despite all my shortcomings, you're never far away. Your child, Chels. Hey, Abba. I was just thinking, <laughs> is it disrespectful that I say, hey, Abba? Or should I say, dear Abba? I don't know. I don't think you would mind. I was just about to tell a friend that, oh, I'm ready to sign a contract with you. And it just came to me that I'd not discussed it with you. I didn't even know if it was your plan for me. But as I was thinking, it just came to mind. Even if I told you, how would I know you were speaking to me and what you were saying? Lord, ignite a fire in me to know more of you. I want to be a flame for you. Let zeal for your kingdom consume me. Let my entire being give you glory. Let my life be one song of praise to your name. Let my life be a shining light. I want more of you and less of me. I want to be disciplined and discipled by you. I want to know your voice and hear you clearly when you speak. Help me, Abba, to be more like you. Amen. So the contract thing, Abba, what would you have me do? Speak. Your child listens. Thank you, Abba. Your child, Charles. Hey, Abba. I could have written this to FH. I think this is a conversation for you and I. So after contributing my own little token to the health issue of a colleague, I heard later that the entire money had been gotten paid for by someone else. And I felt a little bit of resentment. I needed the money I gave out at that time. And I felt I could have waited for a while before transferring the money. Immediately that thought came. You convicted me. I'm ashamed of myself, Lord. Because when I think about it, the money I sent is something I can blow in one day. And a life is much more important than that money. Teach me to be generous. To give without counting the cost and to give cheerfully. Forgive me for my actions, Lord. I'm so sorry and I promise to do better. And I pray for her, Lord. The operation is a success. Everything required for her to get back on her feet is provided. 
You go before her to make the way and grant her good health. We will hear testimonies of your glory and greatness in her life and her healing is complete. Amen. Thank you, Abba, that you convict me of my shortcomings. Your child tells. Hey, Abba, I've been thinking about how sometimes I don't feel like writing these letters. I don't even feel like praying or reading my Bible. Then I stumbled on this IG post that said that God is not a feeling. It really made sense and stuck with me. Whether I feel like it or not, you're there. So every day, I need to make the choice to be yours despite how I feel. I need to discipline myself to do what needs to be done, to worship even when I don't feel like it, to serve you even when I cannot feel you, and to rest assured in your love. Thank you, Abba, for always coming true for me. Your child, Charles. Hey, Abba, you're truly a God who answers when I call. Thank you for the healing made me permanent. On my own part, I would avoid doing things that would contribute to my own pain by leaving my ears alone and avoid putting things into them. It just goes to show that you're a God who cares and you don't leave us to the effect of our own doings. You're always ready to pick us up when we call your name. Thankful that you're my God and friend and father. Your child, Chels. Hey Abba, thank you. My heart is filled with so much joy and I'm laughing right now. <laughs> thank you for loving me with such an eternal love. Thank you that you chose me to be your child, that I can call you father. Thank you so much, Abba. I love you. Your child, Gels. Hey, Abba. Every time I want to write to you, my heart swells with love and there's a smile on my face. It's utter bliss to be in union with you. Let me tell you something that you already know. I'm having issues with procrastination, even on the tasks you would have me do, even in my prayer and study time. I just keep pushing it until it's late. I know I should get on a schedule, but I want flexibility. Teach me discipline, Abba. Help me focus on the truly important things. Teach me structures and having set times for my prayers, study of the word, and everything, Abba. Emilia, I said that I just heard the word, get on a schedule. <laughs> we get there, Abba. Thank you, your child, Charles. Hey Abba, thank you for this morning. My throat hurts and my mind is already thinking of a thousand and one things that might be wrong. But I rest secure in your love and healing. Please heal me. So I remember I told you about focusing on the important things first. Guess what? Your child woke up this morning and wanted to read novel. Like early in the morning, Abba. I know I'd done a devotional as at that time, but it wasn't a devotional on my list. And if I didn't do it then, it would wait till late in the night when I would rush to do it just so I could write to you. And I paused. And I clicked open the app. Because I wanted to keep up my reading streak. And then close it again. Then come back to it later. And I just thought to myself, what was more important? Or rather, why couldn't I have my devotional time now? And that's what I did. And I came to this passage in Job 19 verse 27. I will see him with my own eyes and he will not be a stranger. It was such a pointer to heaven and a time when my earthly journey would come to an end. 
Would I meet you and have you welcome me as your child and say, well done, daughter of mine? Or would it be as a stranger and then I would be cast away from your presence for all of eternity? This for me, Abba, is a reminder to check my life and see the areas that need to be aligned with the word, holding Christ as the standard. Abba, help me be better. Help me see the areas of my life that need to be worked on and help me work on them. Amen. Your child, Charles. Hey, Abba. I know I'm intentionally hurting myself by looking for love where it isn't. By wanting someone that you might not have prepared for me. I see the signs, Abba, but I'm at a loss on what to do. Do I severe the ties of friendship? Is that what it would take for me to feel normal? Some days I wonder when my own would come. When would that person in those eyes I would be the best thing that has happened to him come? Am I destined to just wanting things that I cannot have? It's times like this that has me all emotional and craving attention. I want someone who is all mine ever, someone who would love me for me. I know you do, but some days I want a boyfriend, a husband. It gets tiring seeing all this other happy couple. It gets tiring hearing the snide remarks of how it's cause of my weight or the fact that I stay home all the time that I'm not married. Right now, all I feel about is tired, drained, and lonely. Today, comfort me, Abba. I know your timing is perfect and maybe I'm not fully ready. But whatever work that needs to be done in me, either by you or by myself, let it be done. Help me, Abba. Your child, Charles. Hey, Abba. I have this feeling that I'm still going to write to you today, but I wanted to share this with you like now. So someone chats me up out of the blue to ask about my heart. Very weird question, but not so weird given the yesterday I had. And when I asked why he was asking, he said he felt led to do so. I was thankful for that, but what stuck to me was the fact that he was led to do. I've heard that a lot. The Lord asked me to do this. The Lord said I should speak to so, 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 and so. The Lord laid it on my heart to share X, Y, Z, and the likes. Abba, I want to hear you clearly. No, it's not from a place of pride to be able to say God said this to me, but from a genuine desire to be fully one with you. I know hearing you demands obedience, but I want it so much. I want my life to be entirely your will, not ignoring the desires of my heart, but always in alignment with your will, because at the end of time, everything else will be vanity if outside of you. Teach me how to hear you when you speak. Reveal yourself to me. I want zeal for you to consume me. I want to be hot for you, not lukewarm or cold, but burning with a fire so fierce that everyone I come in contact cannot help but be lighted by it. Abba, my name means light. I want my life to radiate light. I want so much to be as you called it, the light and salt of the earth, showing forth the Father's glory. Today's devotional talked about timing, and my name also means your timing is the best, and how God teaches us patience by the trials that we undertake. I want to be wholly yours, joined to you so that I know the heart of the Father. Help this child of yours, Abba. Help me. Amen. Your child, Charles. Hey, Abba. 
I feel like I should ask you how you're doing, but I know you're doing great. Thank you so much for loving me. So I was about to pray for FH and I decided to play a song called The Anthem by Dusin. You see, I had listened to this song over and again, but in that moment, these words rang true in my heart. This is the confidence that when we come to you, what you cannot fix, what you cannot do, what you cannot solve does not exist. And I started praying for myself like I had not done in a long time, breaking every yoke in my life, praying that everything in my hand prospers, that roads and paths in my life are made straight. Abba, you're such a marvelous God. I thank you that I have this moment of clarity where it's just you and me in the room. I enjoy writing these letters. You know the things in my heart, but writing them down gives them some sort of permanence. I love you, Abba. Hear my prayers and fix me. Your child, Charles. Hey, Abba. Today seems like the day for revelation, and I don't know how to feel about the things that you're revealing to me. So I'll start with the easiest. I had a meeting this morning, and I was looking for backup in case the network starts to act up. And I heard, you can pray for the network to be stable. I had written about this before, Abba, how you want to be part of everything that concerns me, how even the tiniest information about me matters to you. I made you an afterthought, Abba. I see it now that all my talk is cheap because I've truly not made you first in my life. Oh, sometimes you're first, but it's not consistent. It's on the days when things are going on well. It's on the days when I am strong that you're first. But on the days when my flesh is wrapped with temptation, when I'm mentally and emotionally drained, I don't see myself taking actions that reflect that you're first for me. I could have prayed about the network, but it did not occur to me that it was something to be prayed about. I'd gotten used to complaining about the shitty network, but I didn't think I should tell you about it. I've gotten used to talking about the big things, the things that would sound like a miracle when the story is told. That when I search my heart, I see it clearly that I doubted you. I doubted your ability to be concerned by small inconsequential matters. Now to harder matters. And here's where my heart totally breaks. You warned me, Abba. It dropped in my heart to pray so that the temptation would pass. I could have called someone to pray for me. I could have done a lot of things differently. But I was disobedient. Pride and shame. These two hinder my progress. Like how do I tell someone that I'm struggling with this sin? How would they look at me? Pride because I can. I think I can go it all on my own. Not wanting people to see me as anything other than a strong Christian, yet I was on the path that was seeing me rising and falling. Yesterday was the day I fell, Abba. At any point yesterday, I could have asked for help. I could have stopped, but I did not think of you. No, you were not on my mind. Oh, you popped in when I knew I should stop, but it was not enough to make me pull away. Again, you were an afterthought. Everything I thought I knew about self-sabotage, I engaged in. All I knew I shouldn't have done were the very things I did. And because of it, I couldn't pray. I couldn't find the words to say. 
I didn't know how to come back to you. But I'm back, Abba. Because I know that the longer I stay away, the deeper I'm going to slide into sin and the harder it is to get back to you. I'll do better, Abba, by your grace and by the help of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Your child, Charles. Hey, Abba. I'm sorry. I truly am sorry. What hurts the most, Abba, is that I should know better. I really should know better, Abba. Help me, Abba. Help me, Abba. It's such a tiring burden to bear. Your child, Charles. Hey, Abba. All I'm chasing, the pleasure is all vanity. Chasing the wind, they are all temporal pleasures. I confess my sin before you. This sin of not choosing you first. This sin of gratifying my flesh and its desires. I confess it and I give it up. And I ask you to have mercy on me. Show me the part of life. Help me be everything you want me to be. I place my trust in you. I will do better, Abba, by your grace and help. I will do better. Break this yoke in my life. Heal me from every trauma that has set me on this path. Your child, Charles. Yeba. So I had a meeting today and someone mentioned something about partial obedience still being disobedience. And this was for me. Because this is how my life is now. This dance of returning to you and moving back to the world. Of putting my hand on the plow and still looking back, lusting after a life that I have left. This giving you control over certain parts of my life and wanting to do as I pleased in others. It's a dance I know too well. Cherry picking your words, running to obey the parts that felt easy and the parts that were my comprehension difficult. I moved to the back burner for later. But later never comes. Obedience, they say, requires a total surrender of your will to another. And it makes sense now. How it is me surrendering the desire to please my flesh in order that I might please you. How it is me following your word to the latter rather than wanting to have my own way. It is saying yes, your will be done. And then actively doing your will. And I have failed, Abba. Terribly failed. It reminds me of something I was listening to today about how we become so sin conscious that we don't hear God when he speaks to us. That's what I fear the most. That I would be so out of your presence that we would speak and I wouldn't know it was you. Even now, I struggle with hearing your voice, with knowing what you would have me do in certain situations. But I want more of you, Abba. I want to be solely yours. Help me, Abba. Your child, Charles. Hey, Abba. I kept postponing this until this night. I know it's wrong and I'll do better. I opened the devotion and the first line is this. God has made us and on the cross he has brought us back. I had to take a pause to let it sink in. Christ laid down his life for me. It was his and he freely without compulsion gave it up for me. It also mentioned this on Good Friday. On Good Friday, God says to man, I made you, but I lost you. Now at great sacrifice, I've brought you back. 
that makes you twice mine and twice mine is mine forever yours forever ever bought for a price so expensive bought with a sacrifice so precious and yet i don't repeat that sacrifice with obedience love held you to the cross and it's a love that beats me welcome that doesn't discriminate it's a love that says come as you are help me accept your love your child chels hey abba I read these words from today's devotional. We have hope even over the past, that our mistakes and our failures are not greater than God's power to transform. And they were the words that I needed to hear. That my mistakes and failures are not so horrible that you cannot forgive and transform. I need a transformation, Abba. A 360-degree change in my life to be more like you, less of me, more of you. Help me, Abba. Help me. Your child, Charles. Thanks for listening. Um, we've come to the end of part one. Thanks for listening again. And I look forward to your feedback. If you want more letters, you can send me a DM. And I'll be happy to share one or two letters. It might not be particularly related to the situation you're experiencing now. But I believe they can help. So for Seth and Wadia Future Husband, because I'm far too nice, I will be putting up a DFH episode soon. Until then, guys, stay loved up. You hear me? Stay loved up in Jesus. Because guess what? Jesus got you all day long. Abba loves you. Abba loves you. Abba loves you. He loves you with a love that defies understanding. It's a love that would never leave you stranded. It's a love that you can rest secured in. And yeah, if you have questions on how to start journaling, you can send me a DM stating hi. I will start journaling and I will share my tips and tricks. Guys, if you got to the end, you're the real deal. Thank you so much. I love you all so much. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye.